Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. So today we're going to talk about achieving peace of mind. So what to do when everything seems super chaotic and life just cannot be controlled, what to do to bring it back to center. The other thing um, that I realized, uh, because I've actually been spending a lot of time talking to therapists, it is my goal eventually to team up with a whole bunch of therapists from across the U.S. and for myself to essentially be their go-to for personal training, right? Like I want to connect with them so that they can help me integrate mind, body, and soul, right? Physical and mental health together. And what I learned in doing my research is fully 85%, this is a staggering statistic. So listen closely, 85% or more of all physical illnesses and ailments today are psychosomatic in origin. Psycho refers to the mind. Soma is the body. So the very act of letting go and relaxing, practicing solitude and meditation on a regular basis, journaling dramatically lowers your levels of stress and tension, dramatically lowers your levels of illnesses and ailments, and of course, raises your levels of energy and awareness. So how do we achieve that peace of mind? How do we reduce our physical sickness? First one is immersion. You have to get fully present, right? Um, Anxiety to me, if I had to come up with the definition, right? It's if there's past and present and there's present and future, anxiety is where you live in the gap. It's where you're focused on what you should have said or done. It's what could have happened, right? Or it's freaking out about what will happen or freaking out about something that hasn't even happened yet, right? That's anxiety lives in those gaps. So in order to achieve peace of mind and not have that feeling, you have to immerse yourself. You have to slow down. You have to get present. You have to tune into the orchestra of sounds around you. It's one of the reasons why I ask you guys to get your steps outside so that you can focus on nature, right? I had another client who was struggling a little bit and uh, I could tell that she was vibrating up here, but in a not good way. I said, go outside barefoot in your backyard, literally 10 minutes, pace your backyard in your bare feet so that you can physically ground yourself. Bring attentiveness to your day, right? If you don't have anything like, I mean, I love people watching. Sometimes that's how I ground myself. Why? Because it takes the focus off me and whatever I'm struggling with. So I'll go to downtown St. Pete. I'll go to a coffee shop and I'll sit outside and I'll watch people. And I'll make up stories about them or I'll listen in on their conversations, right? Not in a creepy way, but I just pay attention to the sounds and feelings of things around you. Or if you don't have that luxury and you cannot just escape your, your home office or your work office in the middle of the day, Put down your laptop, turn off your screen for a minute and 
pay attention to what sounds there are around you. So if there's a fan above you, if there's a beam of light coming into the room, even something that small and seemingly insignificant, fully immerse yourself in it. Just focus on it so that everything else around you disappears. Second strategy is solidify the six basic human needs. Oftentimes, why we're struggling, why we're hurting, why we feel sick is something in this is missing, but it's something important to you. So the six basic human needs, the first one is certainty. Certainty is assurance you can avoid pain and gain pleasure. We need certainty in our lives, right? Human beings thrive off routine. Even the most Gemini of Geminis or spontaneous of people still needs a certain amount of certainty, right? Number two, while we do love our habits and routines, we also need uncertainty. We like, some of us like surprises. Some of us like not knowing what the day is going to bring, right? Um, The need for the unknown, the need for change, right? Oftentimes we get stuck because we've been at the same job or been with the same partner or something, right? We need a new stimuli. Then we've got significance. And this is a huge one. This is your feeling. You want to feel unique. You want to feel important. You want to feel special or needed. You want to feel like you have a purpose in life and to other people. And if you're like, why do I need to feel significant? Because you're cavemen, women ancestors told you you did. Because honestly, if you were not significant to your tribe, uh, whatever, tens of thousands of years ago, you were kicked out of the tribe. You were solo. If you were not a hunter, gatherer, whatever, fucking baby maker, right? There was, there was no point in, in you. You just weren't needed. But we've evolved to still always want to give and help. And if you have no one or no job to give or help to, you start to feel unworthy. You start to feel worthless. Next one is love. Love, aka connection, a strong feeling of closeness or union with someone or something. Now, this doesn't have to be a significant other. This is going to be a great group of friends, right? My dad passed away 19 years ago. My mom has no plans of remarrying. I don't think she ever had or ever will, but she has the strongest group of lady friends that I refer to as my aunties because they're her best friends. They may as well be her her blood. We need love. Then we need growth and expansion, capacity, capability, new understanding, right? It's the reason all of you are in this room. Because while I may not be able to help with your relationship growth or your professional growth, financial growth, I can certainly help with your physical growth, right? Contribution, a sense of service and focus on helping, giving to, and supporting other people. So to recap, one of the reasons that we get sick, one of the reasons we do not have peace of mind is because one of these things is missing from our life. We feel sick if we're not changing. We feel sick if we do not love or have someone to love us. We feel sick if we can't grow. Those are just some examples. Listen to your intuition. Friends, listen to your inner voice. Trust your intuition. Only do what feels right and natural for you to do. 
When you begin to focus on developing greater peace of mind and listening to your intuition, you will never make another mistake. Because even if it didn't end the way you thought it would, you learned a lesson, right? And if you learned a lesson, it's not a mistake. It's not an error. If you listen to your intuition, you will always find yourself doing and saying the right things in the right way at the right time. And as you begin to trust your inner voice, it will keep coming to you. You will feel an endless flow of ideas, insights, and creative solutions to solving your problems and achieving your goals. As soon as you say something or do something that isn't aligned, you begin to feel sick. You get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. I shouldn't have done that. I knew I should, right? Like like Sam was talking about, right? When she used to agree to certain things in her job, it made her feel a certain way. But now she is so much more empowered drawing a line in the sand and saying, nah, I just don't have the bandwidth for that. Or that's not part of my job description. I just don't want to do it. And now, like she said, her confidence is there much more aligned. The more centered you are within yourself, the more positive and optimistic you're thinking, the healthier, happier, and longer you will live. The more alignment you have in your life, again, whether that's your job, your relationships, just the things you say and do, right? You will achieve peace of mind by placing, listening to yourself and trusting yourself as the center principle of your life, by placing alignment with your own core values as a center principle of your life, you will become a happier person, guaranteed. When you only do things that align with your core values, this is obviously now that I'm saying it out loud, we should probably have a sermon about (laughs) your human being core values. But the more you do it, the more you will do it, the more you'll feel aligned, the more you will achieve peace of mind. Disrupt your sense of attachment. This is probably, this this had been the hardest one for me because I get attached real quick, really quickly uh, to things, to people, to, you know, even to my job, right? My sense of attachment to my job is such to the point where I used to define my self-worth by my self-work. But then The more meditations I did specifically about the concept of something called equanimity, which means that things are here now, but they may not be later. And that's okay. And by things, I also mean people or your job or literally anything, right? That's equanimity. Just being so okay with right here and right now and not worrying about what might happen later. So disrupting your sense of attachment. I'm go, I go, I must mention it at least every other Sunday morning call, but agreement number two from the four agreements is don't take anything personally. Disrupt your sense of attachment to what people say, because it's probably not about you. Don't be easily offended. When you release your attachment to any person or thing, all the stress and negativity involved in that person or thing disappears. The more you let go of your desire to have something turn out in a certain way, the more relaxed and positive you'll become. One mantra I've, uh, I've started using a lot more, one affirmation is high intention, low attachment. 
I go into everything I do with a full heart. I'm all in. You guys know that. Whether it's my relationships with each one of you, whether it's my relationship with Katie, my job in general, my friendships, even CrossFit. I am so high intention, high attention too, but I'm never in control of the outcome, right? I could go all in 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 my relationship, but if Katie wakes up one day and was like, you know what? I'm just not feeling it anymore. Can't do anything about that. Equanimity. I got to be okay with it, right? When clients are like, listen, you've done your job. You've been fantastic for the last six months. I'm good now. I have to be like, okay. I did my job. You're happy. That's all I can ask, right? High intention, low attachment. Accepting that there are few guarantees in this world and learning to tolerate uncertainty is a huge leap in the peace of mind stakes. Differentiating between what you can and cannot control will contribute to achieving your peace of mind. Choosing your battles carefully. If you make it your personal mission to correct everyone who is doing something you don't agree with, you are going to live in a constant state of strife. No human being is perfect. It will be near impossible to keep your mind focused on what you want to focus on. Just like parents are taught to choose their battles with their children, just like we are taught to choose our battles with our significant other or even our friends, you want to do the same thing with the people and situations you face daily. For example, you might not agree with a conversation that is happening between your coworker and your boss, but if you are not part of the conversation, you could put yourself in a position where you're forced to choose sides, which then puts your job at risk which is an added stress you probably don't want in your life. When you lose your intense desire to be right, or another way for this is uh, when you lose your, your, it's called the Messiah complex, your desire to fix everyone and make everything okay, you will enjoy inner peace and contentment. Do you want to be right? Do you want to be happy? Let it go. Other people are going to do as they do. I made a reel about this the other day, tolerating versus allowing. You have to allow other people to do as they do. They were born. They were created. They have become a certain way. It has nothing to do with you. So instead of just tolerating it or trying to fix it or help it, especially if they didn't ask, you need to just allow it. Allow it to flow through you. Limit your use of social media. I have to include this one because there are so many good things about social media. I mean, essentially it brought us all together, but there are also so many studies that show the ways it can be harmful to the mental health of its users. The use of social media tends to cause us to compare the good, the bad, and the ugly of our lives with the highlight reel that friends and family are sharing. The messy parts of your life are never going to compare to the highlight reel of other people's life, right? You get to see your own behind the scenes, but you only get to see their finished product. Therefore, if you are struggling with peace of mind or constantly comparing yourself to other people on social media, it can be best to stay off these platforms. The other kind of not great thing about social media is that it is a distraction, 
right? It feeds, number one, it's a distraction from maybe our work, um, a conversation that we could be in, uh, the relationships we have, right? I've been at a dinner table or at a bachelorette party more recently where there were moments where literally everyone in the bachelorette party was on their phone instead of being present with each other, right? So it's a distraction for that, uh, again, for being present, but it's also a distraction for our own lives, right? If we're constantly living in here and, and watching the lives of other people, then it's distracting us from taking care of our own home, right? And by our home, I mean our mental and our physical health. With access to social media on our phones, it's easy to be tempted into stopping what you're trying to work on within here in order to check on friends and, and other people and other influencers and see what, what's going on with them. So do not let social media pull you away from what's going on in your life in general, pull you away from what's going on in your life in the present, but also seal any of your mental health slash peace of mind. Action steps. Okay. I just gave you a whole lot, right? Decide today. You don't have to do everything. I'm sure there are like one or two really big pieces of this talk that resonated. So decide today what would have to happen for you to be completely happy in every area of your life. What would be the one big thing, right? Picture like a dam. And if you just just pulled out that one brick, everything would start to happen for you, right? So then select one action that you can take immediately to get rid of the negative thoughts, the strife, the conflict, the inner turmoil and conflict, and replace that with thoughts of peace and calm. I'm going to leave that up to your discretion, but of course we can talk about it on your check-in day if something's going on. One of my favorite quotes of all time, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. So from now on, I want us to focus on cultivating the habit of making peace of mind your most important goal in life, and then organize all of your life and activities around this goal. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.